0: a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy and fulfilment along the way.
1: Hello. Welcome back. Oh, my God, I had to swallow that so fast. <laughs> you just started as I took a drink of water. What
0: have you come as? She's wearing like a straw hat that looks very fashion if you wear it with the right ensemble, but it's with like gym clothes. You anytime scarecrow,
1: anytime I cross the river,
0: <laughs> I must. You got to be bushy. I have to come bougie. Bougie. So,
1: today. I'm Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Cute. Yes. Wendy and my best friend's name's Darlene.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. okay, that's, that's a nice little narrative you've got going Thank on there. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to do our part two so soon after I our know. part one. <laughs> it was meant to come out seven days after and it's been, what, two weeks and we haven't even recorded it, let alone put it out. But yeah, that's
1: fine. We have, we have very good reason, though. You are seven weeks away from giving birth. <gasps> oh, my God. Seven. Yeah, that's so weird. 33 weeks today. Here's a
0: pineapple. Did the spikes hurt? That's what Nick said. You guys have been hanging out too much. I said, he's really hurting me. Like I sent him the little app from like screenshots saying what fruit he is this week. And he was like, and I said, oh, he's really hurting me because he's so big and he's trying to make space. Apparently he doubles in size again. What? From now. What? And I was like, every time he moves, like you can feel, like you can literally feel which limb is kind of. Moving across the belly, and so I said, "Oh, he's really hurting me today." And it goes from the spikes, <laughs> <laughs> no, from the acidity. No, <laughs> no he's like, "All oh, that skin looks spiky," and then you just said from the, the antioxidant antioxidants. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple is highly acidic. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: highly acidic. <aesthetic>, Ow.
0: <laughs> um, how? But that's not really a reason. Like I'm using it as a reason, but I think this year I've just been really like. I mean, I think it's a very valid reason. Yeah, it's valid, but it's not the reason. I'm just using it as the reason. Okay, I've just been it. like. Just say it. You don't like me. Just say yeah. it. <laughs> no, you've been here a lot of times. Just every time I'm like. Let's just do it like another day. Because I am the common denominator. Yeah, let's just do it like another day. Oh, yeah.
1: We've just gone downhill we were since big... Ange came on board. We've just gone downhill. Um, but speaking of pregnancy, how <laughs> yeah. is he tracking?
0: Good. Is he normal
1: what size? He's normal, normal size. He's apparently
0: got like a bit of a big head. Of course. A bit he's of a big head, a little big head. Very, very busy baby. It's so cute. He's just started to like... Move all the time now. Like, all the time he's just renovating in there, which, again, doesn't surprise me. Amazing Nick's son. <laughs> Nick's son, 100%. He's building his laundry. He's building his laundry, yeah, because he's got a double in size. So, like, I don't know how he's going to make room in there, but he's super busy. Does he
1: have a height
0: Um, It's like 42 centimetres at the moment. Is that average? Which is, well, it's hard to tell because the the app tells you kind of what you should be up oh, to. I see. But then you... We have checkups; they get closer together. So we've got checkups every fortnight at the moment, but we only you only get like the big scan of like the whole full tour of his body and all the measurements. I think it's four ta- three times during the pregnancy, and our next one's in a couple of weeks. So
1: Oh, so exciting! And that's when you get
0: like the three D face again. So, oh God,
1: it's like, oh. <gasps> so three, two weeks time isn't then your five weeks. Pregnant. You could be you could give both any second. Day. I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Every time you do a like a poo, do you feel like this could be it?
0: Not really. Oh. No, I kind of thought that that
1: would be the case, but no. No, not really. I'm actually really nervous. I'm really excited. I'm not even the one giving the baby, but I'm very nervous. Well, we've been doing we've been
0: doing amazing birth classes. Yeah, so you went to one yesterday. All the rights. Yeah, it was Valentine's Day. That was our little Valentine's Day activity, and all the right research and support. We have so many amazing experts around us. My OB is the best. I feel like it's also really we've been so fortunate that we have so many friends who have done it before us so I don't feel like it's foreign like of course I've never done it before of course it's scary but it's not if you were the first person in your group and you had no one Mm. to talk to just getting an idea of you know I don't know I just feel like the terminology is a little bit more familiar and I'm just so excited to meet him yeah me too especially now he's so big like when you can really feel movements and you know it's a foot or something you can connect it so much more to like that is a ch- like that's my kid. So when he comes out, he's gonna like be a little
1: human. I'm so <gasps> excited to see what he looks like. Yeah. Oh, because that's so because weird. you mm-hmm. don't have any lineage other than you. I know. And then Nick's got Nick and his mum, and there's no further kind of.
0: Yeah, it's like adoption on both sides. Oh my god, it's <gasps> such a mystery. But I keep saying that. I ke- now that I've realised he's my first blood relative, I'm like, I can't wait for him to look like me. Imagine if he looks nothing like me. Imagine if he looks like me.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God, Imagine. that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> we have a couple of um, girlfriends in the Korean group where we were all adopted at the same time and they were the same. They're like, oh, my God, it's going to be my first blood relative and two of their babies look nothing like <laughs> nothing, like look fully Caucasian, not even half Asian. Not really? Yeah, like one of them's Ginger. And she's like, where did you come where from? Where did you come like, from? Literally, where did you come from? So, But Nick doesn't have Ginger. Oh, although Shane is really But blonde. you don't know. I don't. You could have – Can you imagine? Oh, my god! It's like such a mystery. Imagine if he gave birth to Ed Sheeran. Imagine. <laughs> We'd be so rich. <laughs> but I think like the thing that's fascinating me now, every day I have a brain explosion about, oh, my God, the minute he comes out, he's like a little human. Like he's his own little human. But also like what's he going to like? Is he going to like – you know how like some kids are just obsessed with transport mm. and some are like under the sea and some are like like – What's he going to be like? I can't wait. I
1: feel like that's why you guys are good. You'd, you'd let him be whatever he wants to be.
0: Yeah, like if he wants to play Kanga Cricket with Annie Ange, like he wants to play Kanga Cricket with yeah. Annie Ange in the back but if he wants to do
1: ballet, he'll do ballet.
0: He'll be Billy Elliot. He'll oh be Billy God. Elliot. But it's so cute just thinking about all those things now, yeah. like what's his little personality going to be like? And the closer it gets, the more you can actually imagine... Like, of course, he doesn't come out with interests and hobbies and play to a. But like, eventually,
1: <laughs> first episode back. <laughs>
0: Busy and happy. We're interviewing enough. the baby today. He's been in the world for a week and he so just wants to So what's your nature? So tell us about the birth from your perspective. <laughs> so tell
1: us about when you were younger. Yeah. <laughs> How did so, it start? Yeah. You had some nays to yays. <laughs> and what about your, your neighborhood must be so yeah. beautiful. Oh, my God, it must be so
0: supportive. <laughs> and what are your favorite books? What is one book you would recommend to this community? You- it's like A Very Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you thought about things like like social media? Yeah, that's been a really
0: hard one because I'm such an oversharer. Like you know, I'm really private with people. If if something involves people who aren't as public as mm. me about or who don't share as much or not aren't comfortable with it, then all of that like my family life is super private because none of them are on social media and they don't kind of it's not their default. But with my own stuff, I'm so open and I share so in real time and it's such a weird decision to make because mm. it is, it suddenly does involve someone else and it involves someone who can't make decisions for themselves. And But it would also be unusual if I suddenly was like, I'm not sharing anything. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really decided yet. I think Nick and I have talked about it a lot, like do we, Show parts, but not his face. Or is there an age cutoff where, you know, when they're babies, they're not as, um, exclusively bum. <laughs> Nick just said exclusively bum. But at two years old, that's too far for bum. That's too far for bum. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> bum the- is identifiable. Bummy- <laughs> Recognisable bum. (laughs) Um, You know, like when they're – some people are of the opinion that when they're babies they're less identifiable, so you can show them when they're babies, but when they grow into like toddlers that are at school and stuff, that's when you hide their face. I don't know. It's like there's so many different options of how to approach it and we haven't really found where
1: we're kind of at yet. You sit with it, yeah. I I imagine with you both a lot of it will be when the time comes. Yeah, I agree. feels most comfortable. I agree though with the – with, and also, it's, I think it's different coming from a person that hasn't doesn't have a child. I think your perspective changes once you once you have, have them. one. Yeah. Um. But I've always felt like babies never look like mm-hmm. what they, they end up looking. Yeah. Like. Yeah. They so they I'm develop like, very differently. Like if I look at my photo, I was like, okay, you look identical. A tangerine. No. <laughs> I think I had jaundice. Surely. All, no.
0: I gave it all of your childhood photos. You look identical.
1: Oh, you've no, that never looked one. different.
0: No, nah, you, nah, you look exactly the same. What is going on? That is you. That is you right now. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> look, that is you. I identical. <laughs> We've got to put this up. You. Okay, most babies look very, very different from when they're. That's you. Very you right, have it, not changed at it's all. It's a photo
1: of me as at probably, I don't know, five days old. And, and you my look face identical. Is, you know people normally have faces that go over long, yeah, downwards, my across. Which it still is. So, and I don't think I had a defined, <laughs> like chin. And Bim, look, where's my chin? You, you are the
0: same. That is you now. That's you now. That, and that is. Y- Bim, come on. You are exactly that.
1: <laughs> the fo- there's one photo of crumbs on my face and I'm looking very solemn probably because I've just finished There's not many people who look
0: as similar in now as they do in their childhood as you. You've not really changed at my all. My hairstyle
1: definitely hasn't changed. Like I haven't done And your anything. little baby hairs. My little baby hairs have not changed Do you know all. I got a
0: message um, saying like, oh, did I send it to you? Oh, I think you did. Something about like I can't take a... I don't recognize Ange without her baby hairs or something. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, do you know Ange? And they're like, no. I just am <laughs> used to her with her baby hairs. I was like, me oh, too. Yeah. I don't know I weird without my baby
1: hairs.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah. So pregnancy going really well. Just, I feel like the first trimester, because of how everything went for us, was so slow. And then everything since then has been
1: like, how are we at 33? We're, like, yeah, I can't believe it. <gasps> I can't believe it. I. But I'm so excited. Nine weeks, nine months sounds like a long time. I don't know when you say it. Like if you say, you know, I'm yeah. um, February to whatever. Yeah. But now that it's happened, I was like, I feel like it went really fast. Yeah. It was Yeah. yesterday when you told us. But how are your fatigue levels?
0: Yeah. This is the first couple of weeks where – like I felt really good in the second trimester. And I think I've even like we did a few episodes where on the baby moon. I was like, I'm feeling myself like I don't feel sick anymore. My body's a miracle. I was like naked all the time. And I just felt like mother nature. And then you kind of get a little bit further into the third trimester and you're carrying like a lot of weight. Like you're carrying a whole extra human who's now pretty much viable, like could survive outside the womb, has like fully fledged organs, and that's so much more than your like hips and pelvis and stuff has ever had to walk around with all day. So just in the last week, I've started to feel pretty tired from like where whereas I would normally be able to do like a couple of activities in one day. I kind of am like, I do one and then I'm like, I'm not really functional for <laughs> the rest yeah, of the day. Totally. <laughs> so I get tired really quickly. Um and just you're just a bit sore. Like everything's got pressure. So everything's yeah. just a little bit harder to move around. Um, I'm so grateful. I have so much support with acupuncture and osteo for the sciatica. And Nick's been amazing with like massage. And I'm and sitting Uber on Uber And Uber Eats. I'm <laughs> sit- sitting on fit balls and like trying to do all the right things as well, like not lying on my back. And, um, And we had, I think, since I can't even remember if it was since the last time we recorded. Oh, the other reason why we delayed recording was we had a bit of a family surprise um, with a health issue and that kind of threw everything a little bit off track and that, like, adds a lot of fatigue because your body just is already dealing with a lot of stuff. So,
1: um, yeah. And you're still working pretty. I'm still working pretty normally. Yeah, at 90% of workload, I'd say. And it's because I'm still
0: really enjoying it and there's still, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of. A lot of amazing things coming up in the next couple of weeks, but I've called it at about 36, which is probably later than I thought I would work, but I also feel better than I thought I would by now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I thought by 33 I'd be immobile and And, I'm still kind of doing stuff.
1: And do you feel like some mums are really, like today at the gym, there was a mum at the gym doing lunges, like a pregnant lady, and I was like, you know what? Kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some that I get not lunge. Um, what's that runner? Um, I think it was Jess Trangrove or something. Anyway, one of the Australian marathon runners. She was running. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't Running can't run. at 30 something weeks. I was like, that's actually really crazy. Oh,
0: it's amazing. And it but it's also really, really interesting to see how much like there's certain milestones that make sense where if a pregnant woman says at X weeks, you kind of know vaguely what their symptoms are up to or vaguely what size the baby is. But the variation in how much people can do at different times, it's just completely different for everyone. Mm. So someone who's at 33 might look literally like they're about to pop, can't move, walking stick, walking frame. And then someone else is running marathons, same time, tiny bump, like it's, just and even women the same woman between pregnancies can have like completely different growth rates and so it's just so weird like you've just got to deal with what your body kind of throws at you and you don't know what's going to happen but i really have liked how much that makes you just surrender
1: yeah and lab- good at that actually which surprises me cuz yeah, i'm not like yeah. usually good at that <laughs> i agree you're normally like i'm going to keep going no matter what
0: but well, you've, you've been I'm quite good like- at being
1: like listen to my body <laughs> it's Red. like you just
0: don't have choice and also labor's been like that as well like we've you know done so much birth education on all the different options but you can have your preference but like at the end of the day you really have no idea what's going to happen like you have no control just because you want to do it one way it doesn't mean that your body's going to cooperate or the baby's going to cooperate and yeah it's been a real exercise in like letting go and just you can't plan anything because I don't know if I'll like next week could be the week that suddenly my, bo- my body's like, no.
1: Next week you could pop a baby out technically. Yeah, or like in four weeks' time I could still be like <sighs> exactly the same. You, just, just, really, really you know. just really have to do it either before March 19 or after March 29. It's quite vital. It's cool. <laughs> I am so,
0: so upset. Angela's sister who is the re- – actually, this is so interesting. People still ask how we met. Which I, just, like, blows my mind.
1: Honestly, it was that time in the toilet cubicle when yeah. you didn't have toilet paper. <laughs> and you said, anyone got you paper? Can't say, you can't say that because people will believe you. Anyway, it's true, Bim so- Stop denying it. You literally said, plop, plop, plop. <laughs> So I'm really sorry, Oh, around. my God, I pooed everywhere. I like, got, what do I, I do? I really need toilet paper. I did a And you were I six. And I, you were six years old. And so old. I climbed under. Because you were small enough. And I gave you the yeah. toilet paper. And then I said, oh, my God. Let Are me intern for David you. Interned? Are you CSA? Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me wipe your bum for you. So, Andrew's eldest sister was one of my closest friends all the way through high school. And her wedding is, like, across our due date in like, Vietnam.
1: I remember the, when we um, – <gasps> Catherine – Invited you, and it was like a yes from you, Nick, and your mum. Oh yeah, we were. And I was like, "Oh my god, we get to go on because we to we've wanted to go to Vietnam with you for yeah." Like your mum didn't go with her friends because to, she thought
0: she'd go with your family. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we were like, "Oh my god, it's finally <gasps> happening!" And in that same week, you found out the due date. You were pregnant, and the due date. <laughs> and I was like, "What are
0: the chances?" I so know. I had nothing in any calendar at any time, except, except this. like the 19th to the 29th of March, 2024. But that's like <gasps> juju. That's like, yeah. you, that's like at, 38. Couldn't, wouldn't be allowed to fly even mm-hmm. if I wanted to.
1: Yeah. And I was like, selfishly, I was like, please. Please hold it on until I get back because it's very important. And I have to go to Amsterdam afterwards. And oh, I was yeah. like, What am I gonna do with my life? How do I get back? Do I come back this day or this day? Because this like Sarah's giving birth on the fifth or whatever in the start of April and then Chris is drew the fifth of May. What am I gonna do? As if like I'm giving birth or something. And I well, was like kind of. I was like, please hold on, because and then here I am being like, what's what research paper can I find where it says please hold on to March 29th <laughs> so it's scientifically proven? What it. food can I make eat? Yeah, you I was eat. like <laughs> So now I'm like <gasps> really fingers crossed because it's touch and go, I feel like, in the time but that otherwise I'll just FaceTime you. Which no, is- <laughs> 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 anyway, it's very exciting though. So,
0: yeah, it's such an exciting time. It's all become really real in the last, since the birth classes, I think, since it's become like, we're not just researching this in theory. It's like, this is
1: you soon. <laughs> like, you are going to have to get this out of you. And then have you, I think this is a question that we've got anyway, but I want to ask, have you got, because I actually don't know the answer to this, mm-hmm. a birth plan? Yes, have a birth plan. And,
0: um, the so we have a doula who is amazing and they're sort of your birth support person. So the obstetrician is your doctor and they're in charge of all the medic- like medical procedure of getting the baby out of you for your health, for the baby's health, um, everything at the the sort of technical medical end. And then the doula is there for your obviously they're so experienced in childbirth, but also for your emotional state to get you through like the mindset of it and guide you through each kind of step of the way and because in the hospital I didn't know this until recently but your OB isn't there all the time they're kind of in and out you're mostly with midwives in um, the private system you will you could have a few because it depends on how many different shifts in the public system again you could have a few and you don't know who that is in advance and so the doula is like the one consistent kind of birth advocate who knows all your preferences who's been there with you in advance and can be the person who's like between you and the system. If Bim, that makes you don't sense.
1: have to keep saying doily, you can just say my name. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
0: doily. <laughs> and then <laughs> you look like a doily right now. <laughs> so lots of people give birth without them, but I just wanted that consistency of care and especially after kind of our first miscarriage I thought like all the support that I can get in the room to have a person who's been there the whole way. Anyway, so we have this amazing doula who you've all, if you follow me on socials, you've all seen Nurtured Birth. Sarah is amazing and her team is amazing. And we have – she's doing our birth education because actually at the moment most of the hospitals are doing them online and I wanted ah, like a, an in-person yes. experience. And, um, yeah, she doesn't call it a plan because she's like nothing ever goes to plan. <laughs> she's delivered like hundreds of babies. Um, and she's worked really closely with our OB, Danielle, as well. So they're like a team that knows how to work together. Um, but you do a preferences – her approach is you write down all your preferences. So the order of what you would like – Um, in terms of like natural versus cesarean versus um, natural uh, like vaginal with drugs, vaginal without drugs, which drugs in order, like, you know, do you want any pain relief? Do you want it to be offered to you? And she kind of like helps you know all the questions that could come up and then gets now what your preference is so that when you're like totally out of it and you don't necessarily, you can't advocate for yourself, that she can then communicate those preferences. So, yes, we have like my preferences for every single possibility that could come up but then at the same time if something's medically necessary it's medically necessary
1: okay so you're pretty much just like whatever happens happens
0: yeah i'm kind of like this is the default this is what i would like this is my dream scenario and then if this happens then this if this happens then this and we've kind of gone through each thing okay
1: exciting should we do a separate episode on your birth plan or is that private information
0: no but i think we should we'll, we should do one on the birth after it and then compare the plan. Oh, compare the pear. Compare the pear. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Compare the pineapple. Compare the. Pine- Although by then it'll be compare the watermelon. Well, that's smooth. Yeah. At least large, but smooth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so interesting. Like
1: half of the plan will be irrelevant.
0: You know what I mean? Like yeah, you I'm can only get just one way. Because some
1: people will have really strong. It's like, you know, I, I saw this thing the other day. It's like when um, you meet someone that's been your friend for so long and then you realize they're like, uber religious and yeah, you like, you, you, like you, wouldn't have, yeah. you wouldn't have guessed otherwise. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't change anything, but you're like, oh, like I wouldn't have known you were like Orthodox Greek or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's interesting. It's like, oh, I wouldn't have known you yeah, were like Caesarean exactly. or something. Yeah, or, <laughs> I wouldn't have known you were so, like, I think people feel really strongly against epidurals, yeah. which I don't, like, again, I think it's because I've never had to be in that situation, but I think working in a hospital also yeah. I have a desensitized idea of the dangers of things like epidurals, normally that's people's biggest concerns. Um, But, yeah, like things like people's really strong views towards a drug or no drug or definitely no caesarean or definitely caesarean or whatever. It's always interesting. Not like anyone's ever better than the other because the outcome's the same or very similar. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's always very interesting to no, but I feel like yours was, I feel like I'm it's not predictable. Like,
0: yeah, I didn't go in like, I must do it yeah. this way. I'm very much like the medical experts will guide me. And I I trust our OB so much that she wouldn't go for an option until it was medically necessary. So she'll give you the best chance at a natural birth without pain relief. And if I couldn't do that, there'd be a reason and I'm not the right person to say what well, that reason, if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, if totally. she's telling trust, me I yeah. need to, I'm not going to go no. Yeah, yep, totally. Or if I need a C-section, I'm not going to say no against medical advice, advice, if that makes sense. So I'm like flexible, but I know what my base preference would be, which would be natural.
1: Okay, one more probing question. Yeah. Would you do like the whole stand in the shower thing? Yeah, 100%. Okay, does everyone do that? Everyone does that. Oh, right, okay. Yep, so you get like your
0: birthing area and some of them have a pool as well <gasps> some of them just have a pool yeah, imagine it's like an olympic sized pool <laughs> room floor. and a diving board no <laughs> <laughs> so some of them have a pool but most of them you'll, you'll have a shower um and because like pre, so you learn so much oh my god active labor where you're actually like Pushing, pushing and screaming and like that kind of intense. I don't want to be there for that. I'd, that's be, very short.
1: Okay, thank God because I would be too stressed seeing my friend in pain. <laughs> well,
0: you know what's also really weird? Half the training around birth education is learning that for the one time in your life it's, it's, it's normal pain, like it's good pain. Like there's obviously a level where you in distress versus where you're just working hard but they're like it's hard labor is hard and it's especially hard like for Nick a lot of his training has been around normally if you saw her like that you would think she was dying and you have to train your brain that this is supposed to be like that you're just
1: supposed to help support
0: her through it
1: I just got she was thinking about you screaming and I was stressed.
0: I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like. But a lot of it is like the pre labor where the contractions are getting closer together, but you're not actually pushing. So, and it's still really uncomfortable. So, in that time, people are like rolling on the ball, they're going in the shower, they're out of the shower. They're like, you're trying to create as much oxytocin as possible because your pain levels are lower if you have more oxytocin. So, it's like get rid of the adrenaline you'd like candles you put playlist? on music yeah play this have playlist. you already played this sorted i'm working on it you're always going to
1: be like Swedish House. Swedish. Mouth, yeah. <laughs> I've already told it. I'm like, if you want, if you want oxytocin
0: in my body, it's going to be, she's like, classical, what do you want? I'm like, house music. We're going to say Yeah, literally. World. Literally, if you want me in a mode where I feel pumped up, like I can do this, it's like, don't you worry, child. It actually is like, fully
1: Swedish music. I'm not even joking. Mom, you are like
0: the biggest fan. I would actually put money on the fact that at some point I'm going to ask someone to play that song.
1: I'm no. I'd be surprised if they. It wasn't the first song on your list. Yeah, I
0: think if there's a moment where I'm like, I can't do it. Like when in when we ran the half marathon, the bits where I was like, I can't do this. It's I Swedish. I put on Swedish House Mafia yeah. and then I can do it. <laughs> i knew it and okay, she, was- she made me write it down she's like write that down because that'll be useful don't i'm like you, no i'm not writing that don't down. you worry chad d-o-n why are you but this remix yeah not the not the radio edit i want the specific one 2019
1: june 10 version yeah literally yeah okay excited that was my last like probing question that I personally have because
0: often- actually I can't wait to do the birth story episode because I will be so fascinated to break down the psychology of it all
1: it's if so like
0: psychological
1: I like I'm str- I'm quite heart you're more stressed st- than I am I'm like really chill oh my god what's your heart rate doing I haven't turned off from my from when I went to the gym three hours ago <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is it do- what is it recording your heart rate
1: My whole gym session has been says I've been doing it for three hours. Oh, you're so active. Oh, my God. Okay,
0: also, oh, my God, your update, before we even get into BIM, it's been 27 minutes, we haven't started part two of the questions. Oh, sorry, sorry, (laughs) yep. Which which is so chaotic. You did a triathlon
1: since our last episode. (sighs) I finished a triathlon is what. I didn't do it. I You did do it. I just got to the end.
0: Speaking of the psychology of getting through something challenging, so Anne slept over. We had a family sleepover the night
1: before. Yes, it was really cute. That was was really cute. cute. That was a good prep, I have to say, actually. And wore her wetsuit half the night. Because a YouTube comment I read said you should season it. Season? Oh, yeah, you said season it. Gross. That's (laughs) so gross. (laughs) Ew. Well, I most of my uh, education triathlon-wise is through YouTube comments, TikTok yes. comments, and Instagram comments.
0: Yeah, not the original Not content, the video, the, the co- comments. comments. They, the comments they, are better than the videos. They provide
1: all of the extra. It's like the. Um, the nuggets. Yeah, like the. Like neighborhood yeah, wisdom. What's in a book where it's like the extra info? <laughs>
0: The appendages. <laughs> the appendixes.
1: Appendages
0: like the penises that hang the off the appendages like your limbs. <laughs> you mean like the footnotes, like extra comments? Yeah, extra comments yeah, or whatever. Cute.
1: Anyway, so.
0: Not appendages. Oh, don't the, use that word. It was a great, it was
1: a great, it was actually really fun. It was fun. It was a fun thing to do. <laughs> it was funny because I went back. I've always wanted to do an Olympic distance. For, yeah, for like since the first one I ever did was 2016. Okay, a long time ago, yep. and I didn't know how to swim, so I youtube how to swim. So that's my swimming knowledge. And I, which only, is
0: weird because you're really
1: sporty. Yeah, we just never swam. Like we got, you know, when you do it in in primary school, yeah, and you do it in prep, and then you kind of can continue outside of that if yeah. you want to. I just did that. Like we did. So you bit. could
0: swim. Like you wouldn't have drowned.
1: I probably would have drowned.
0: Okay, you couldn't swim. Wow, like well, no, no. Like
1: we I could, we could swim, but like my tr- my ability to tread water was very minimal. Okay, like I could do it for like a minute. Okay. <laughs> like I was like, so technically, yeah, I would drown. Yeah, yeah.
0: You need one of those baby neck. But yeah, but things. I was like somewhat
1: comf- no. like comfortable in the water. I wasn't like I could I could do freestyle. I couldn't do it for like fifty meters. Though. Yeah. Okay. Not like yeah. In the so ocean, in that sense, in yeah. Like ocean. I was like we we went into the ocean. I would spend. All my time in the water as a kid, yeah, like boogie boarding and all that stuff. So in that sense, (laughs) I kind of wouldn't drown straight away. But Bondi Rescue probably would be on that, yeah, in some way. Yeah, like I would be pulled. I would not figure out that I was in a rope. I'd be like, well, I'm Uh, swimming so fast." Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. So anyway, Um, that was my first time I learned how to swim, and then I really only ever swim when I, in my mind, I'm gonna do a triathlon in the near future. So kind of every like very sporadically go back into the pool. So I uh, did that one. That was a sprint one and that was really fun. I sp- but I trained really hard for that. Mm-hmm. Like I was like in the pool a lot. I did a lot of brick sessions, which is where you do a bike and a run one oh, after the yeah. other in a single session. Yep. Um, And then this one, I w- was always going to do a sprint one and I was like, oh, I want to see if I can make it for the Olympic distance. So I picked up. Swimming again and started swimming a lot more, maybe like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what are the Olympic distances for those? Who so don't it's know? one point five kilometer open water swim, yep. and then a forty k bike ride and a ten k run. Ten k run, yeah, yep. it's still freaking long. That's well, because so I was long. like, oh, I'm um, running and cycling. Like cycling, I didn't even train for. I yeah, just, that's your day to day. Yeah, like I don't cycle as much as I used to, but I feel like I've cycled enough in my experience to be muscle comfortable with it. And then running, I had been running a little bit, and that was like enough, like a couple of times a week. So I kind of was training for the try, but I also wasn't training for the try. Like I was doing all the elements, but not to the distances that I probably should have or in the programming that I should have. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I only have one opportunity to do this bloody try this <laughs> season because after the next one, I'm going to be in Vietnam for the wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. So okay. I was like, if I do it, I have to do either the Jan one or the Feb one. I was like, there's no way I could do the Jan one. Okay. So, I was like, I'll just have to do the Feb one. So, four days, five days before, I signed up for it. I was like, okay. Oh is my this God. Be- I thought you knew a little bit earlier that you were going to do No, it. so I was always going to do the March 3 one. The yeah, Feb 11 yeah. one was kind of like a see how, if I think I can manage it. Yeah. Okay. So, I had swum like up to a kilometer in the pool, which is, I was like, so good. And then, in <laughs> so when I was in the water, me. when I was in the water, in the race was when I decided to reflect on my training, seeing if I could do it. And I was like, I never actually swim it nonstop. Like oh. I'd be swimming like chatting after 100 metres, oh. chatting after the next 100 metres. And I was like, I'm ready. Also open water versus like I the pool is very different. And then I, while I'm in open water, again, I'm <gasps> reflecting on my open water swimming experiences. I was like, so I've done two. Oh, wow. One was that first try. <laughs> And the second one was Bowen Heads, which is not open water, where I thought I was actually going to die because I had to do backstroke. Oh my God. Two cute. years ago. And the only other time I swam more than 600 meters, actually, I've never swam, I had no, never swum more than 600 meters open water. <laughs> and the only other time I swam 600 was um, four days before when I had tried nice. out the wetsuit that I got off Facebook Marketplace. Nice suit. Also four days before. Nice suit. So I was like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm prepared. <laughs> I don't know what in my brain thought I was prepared for this. That's a nay to yay. So that? how
0: did you get through the
1: self-doubt
0: Honestly, of like I'm going to drown,
1: drown just right now? I didn't think about it. I genuinely obviously didn't think about it and that was why how I did it. I didn't have time to think about it because we had the Lunar New Year coming up. Yeah, true. A lot of like, oh, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We had like my birthday. We just had a lot of things. Yeah. And so I was just training the elements but not training probably well enough for it <laughs> anyway but it's like in my mind i was like oh like i i'd back myself just to finish it anyway mm-hmm. not in any special time but i just i, just I knew that i could probably it. just finish yeah, it yeah get through you know the minute i got in that water self-doubt stress imposter syndrome panic plus plus <laughs> Bondi rescue on call like it was just <laughs> i was like i'm deceased i had like so i knew I think anyone that's done a triathlon kind of knows a feeling of going in the water and getting quite highly anxious about the things that are happening around you. Like there's yeah, a lot okay. of water splashing, yeah. a lot of people, everyone's going really fast. You can't see the bottom of the water. So I had practiced a little bit in past, um, like the last probably open water swim that I did really honing in to um, like relaxing and being, like, calm like you kind of it. have to find a meditative state in a sense, particularly yep. if you're not a strong swimmer. Yeah. So anyway, everyone jumps in and they're like fast. And I was like, <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> one, one Mississippi. Two. And I was like, oh my God, it's not working. Because everyone I was so everyone was coming so fast. And I look up and everyone's like, oh, talk, talk, talk. And then the girl next to me, I was like trying to keep up with her. And she was like in such a she wasn't even wearing a wetsuit. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are amazing. So I'm really, really trying hard to get into a a rhythm and I just can't. Like I just (laughs) can't count. I can't slow down. I can't like (laughs) everything's like really stressful. So You don't get stressed either. Like you're not really a stress head. No, but it's a different experience being stressed out there because like you can't catch your breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're kind of underwater. Yeah. So it took me 300 whole meters to find a state where I was like, I got this. I'm not drowning. So I finally, <laughs> one, two, three, up. like one, two, three, one, two, three, I look up. The group behind me is lapping me, so now there's more like flapping. <gasps> oh, so I was no. like, "This stress has become again. And I do another 300. Anyway, so it's that, by 500 meters, I was like, my mantra was, mm, you finish when you feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. like Just don't drown
0: is the, pretty is much. the goal. Pretty
1: much. So I swam as well as like, like I actually swam freestyle the whole way. I thought. I would have had to go backstroke or whatever. I didn't yeah. think I was truly going to drown, but I definitely was like I can't swim any faster than this and I thought that was fast except the – so I was F group. Yeah. I was like I'm pretty sure Q is coming <laughs> up to me right now. <laughs> I was like this is terrible. Hey, guys. And I kept having to think like I I really kept having to be like you can't catch up to them. Don't feel like you can catch up to them. Don't feel like you have to catch up to them. Yeah, so just I, run your
0: own race. Yeah, I had
1: to really just be like get there when you want to get there. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing was, I got my period the morning. Off. Oh my God, I can't That's when you the texted one, me that. Yeah. I was like, are you joking? It me? was a tragedy. It was a true <gasps> tragedy. I did, <sighs> I thought I may, N-A-T-A. but my period, like I kind of can know approximate time, mm-hmm. but I never know the exact date. And I just had a feeling it was going to come on that day. And I did my first poo fine, second poo. I was there when you did your first. Yeah, and I was fine. <laughs> yeah. Just so in case then, anyone wanted I to know, know who was so- there. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the toilet with you. Um, and I was then- eating breakfast. Yeah, and then second three, I was like, no. And for me, recently, my day ones have gotten much more. Intense. Increasingly, like, crampy. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I don't ever take pain meds, you know this. Yeah. And I kind of have to take pain meds anyway. It's like, oh, this is going to be the worst. So anyway, my partner's out there, so supportive, so great. The tracker on there obviously is just going by the time of like the of the group or something because I don't think in the water they can really gauge what time. And the tracker says that I'm done at like 25 minutes, and so she's waiting. And so you. she's like texting my other friend Cass, being like, "It says that she's done. Do you think she's done?" And Cass goes, "How long has it been?" And she goes, "25 minutes." And Cass is like absolutely not because <laughs> <laughs> like other people no. from my group are finishing <laughs> yeah. and she's like oh my god she, 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 where is she?
0: she's like i know and she's not there 45 minutes it took me to do this stupid swim that's too oh. good that you did it
1: well i was very proud i, I was mean, like,
0: like open water swim at all is I pretty was amazing
1: very pr- like i was like you know what just and i was like when i did my final you turn i was like you so happy with myself. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm so proud. This is very C's the A. Yeah, like, the only time was when um I was swimming and I thought I was having a good, like, little spiel of s- swimming. I was like, yeah, I feel so strong. And I look over and this is, like, probably middle-aged woman doing breaststroke, like, lapping me. Yeah. I was like,
0: oh. It's like when you do the Mother's Day classic and it's like yeah. 4Ks and you're like haven't had a kid and your pelvis is totally fine and youthful and you're going up the with straight heel and the mum with, with like the twins who's also <laughs> pregnant is like going past you yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? Literally, but- I, was like,
1: I was like, I actually can't swim faster than this. I don't even know what I'm doing. Anyway, finish oh. that. And then the rest was like a really, there was other, there's elements and there's always elements in a try that aren't going to be favourable. Like I, there was wins like quite intense winds on the ride. From you farting? From me farting, from people in front of me farting. The the transition was really long, but I, um, I, yeah, was really comfortable on the bike, which I thought, I actually thought I would not, I would struggle more on the bike because I often probably aren't overconfident on the bike, but it was a really nice ride. I know I, that's the one thing. I also have ridden that route a bajillion times before. Oh, yeah, okay. So I, I knew the route, like in all of its undulations. But I didn't know the um okay, okay, test of the Devils, whatever, huh? <laughs> anyway, it's it was undulating, okay. <laughs> you don't understand, you wouldn't even know. You're not, you're not, a you cyclist. didn't do English language, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at McRub, whatever, <laughs> anyway. And then, um, the run, also, never done that route before, but. I backed myself on the run also. I I wasn't trying to beat any time, special time, mm. I kind of. but it was 30 degrees. It was that Sunday. Oh, my God. It was such a hot day. Oh, it was that's such right. a hot day. But but I tried to get up the stairs and I couldn't. It was disgusting. <laughs> I walked up <laughs> but seven but stairs and honestly, I was like. <gasps> the most fun thing was just like I, all my friends came to watch. So anytime I went past this specific spot, they were like obnoxiously loud to the point where all it's your, like. your other friends. All well, my other friends. that's no. I mean, I wasn't there. No, you were trying to get up the stairs. Yeah, so that's where you were. I couldn't make it. So yeah, a really enjoyable experience. Well, we'll done, Forever, never, Vim. forever, not be able to swim. But whatever, we got it done. So,
0: oh, so proud of you. Thank you. It so, was,
1: it was really fun.
0: And so many themes of like the psychology of getting through something. It's so much more in your brain than like your body, for so many things. Like yeah. obviously, you have to train physically, but like you'll, you are what do they say your brain will give up way before your body will
1: yeah and I think because I didn't have any pressure I, and I generally don't like I don't ever really go people, I need to win yeah, or people I, yeah. Are like, oh do you get nervous and also I don't really do nervous poos ever because I don't ever have a time I love how you're like
0: people ask me if I'm nervous I don't do nervous poos as <laughs> if poo was even part of that question whatsoever it's implied yeah <laughs> It had a, nothing to do the with your The intonation yeah, means it's The implied, undulation <laughs> of the ground
1: meant who was involved. You did not <laughs> even do They didn't even ask language. about the poo. You don't even speak Vietnamese. <laughs> anyway, um, that was the try <gasps> summary, but we Great. do have to get to our 41 fresh, minutes so far. Our questions. Oh, We've got this. Questions will be fast fire. Yeah, okay. Fast fire for I you is always medium fire. to slow fire. It's, it's
0: very slow fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we did do questions. No, I'm going
0: to try and do fast fire because, like, my pelvis can't sit on the floor anymore. Okay,
1: because I yeah. did also have one more segment I wanted to bring oh, in because no. it would be fun. Okay. It was, I'll do this before questions actually, and it's for you to think about for the okay. next time. It's, okay. What did your parents tell you yeah. was, like, illegal to do that? Turn oh, out I love that question. Um, and it's definitely
0: what when you're driving worst? in the car the and light? you turn on the light, they're like, you, you'll absolutely crash and the police will pull you over. Again, yeah, you know <laughs> like, I thought no. I'd die. <laughs> Seriously, do you know what mine was?
1: <laughs> what? Dad was like, it's illegal to cross your arms when you when you turn the steering wheel.
0: <gasps> oh, like the cross? Yeah. Oh, I was like, what? oh, no.
1: He fully was like, it's actually, illegal.
0: Actually, Is yeah, it illegal? I don't. No, I don't think it's illegal. I don't think it's illegal. But my other one was like if you eat before you swim, like if you eat within 30 minutes of swimming, like you'll vomit or something. Something about eating and swimming and then, oh, there's so many. Yeah, think about that, That's a good one. Okay, guys, submit yours for next time because we'll do that next time. We also have to give a shout-out to your Portland family because you irresponsibly did not shout them out last time. This is a very important segment of the neighbourhood, guys. Concentrate! Oh,
1: <laughs> I have never gotten those eyes before.
0: Mum mode mum is mode on. Was <laughs> I'm also wearing a striped shirt, linen, and a mum gloves, pants. mum pants, and mum earrings. And, and I had mum hair. sunglasses in my hair
1: before.
0: Angelina, yes, shout out your Portland family. Shout please. out
1: Portland family. <laughs> <laughs> no, we when we, we were, we were um, rehashing what we, we'd done recently. Yeah. And I, c- I just come back from an amazing trip to my favorite family in Portland. Yeah, which you know, your favorite you family know- in
0: Portland is one sentence because you can't say favorite family because then your new Newcastle, Newcastle family, family will get be upset. Like, yeah, my life, my love, my dream. And also Nick will kick you right out because he gets upset when you have other friends. Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> it's true. Um, he literally gets upset. <laughs> He's like, "Who's Molly? Yeah, who the fuck is Molly? Who is that? Yeah, why are you going
0: to her place now? Like, you live here.
1: Um, she's." My sister, yeah. <laughs> um, so no, they are the couple who. It's probably one of my favorite friendship stories, other than ours with the toilet cubicle, where <laughs> in when I was eighteen, when I was backpacking by my by myself, it's San Sebastian wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I went to San Sebastian on a recommendation, and I met this couple, and they were on their honeymoon, and they were this Australian couple, and you I, really, a honeymoon. I fully gay <laughs> crashed a honeymoon, and we met in this pub, and they said. Oh, so we, went, we were talking about the surf. They were like, we're going back to France. And I was like, oh, my God, I really wanted to go. And they are like, why don't you come with? And I just thought it was like a drunken offer. And then they um, messaged me on Messenger the day after and said, the offer's still there if you want it. <gasps> so I gatecrashed their honeymoon in their motorhome. They had a motorhome. They were going around in Europe. Oh, my God, so intimate. And you're just like, <clears throat> hi. Literally. And then um, <laughs> we spent like three, two, three days together there. And I sat in this random French you know, camping spot. And like... Like looking back, it's so funny because they were like, we're going to get um, muscles on the marina and I was there. They'd have these beautiful muscles in the sunset on the oh, marina. Oh, like there's cute romantic moments. And then there's me. Like, also, and that I was, was just, good training for you like, tagging... when you became friends with us. It because... <laughs> was. So I knew. That's why I was so good at it. <laughs> yeah. And then like everything we just did together, us three, they were like, oh, do you want us to drive you to Pampalona? And I was like, no, I've, probably, I've already missed a flight to Portugal. And then we didn't really, and that's all I saw of them, three days in San Sebastian and then that was kind of it and we had, um, had each other on socials. And then three years ago, I was like, I knew they'd come back to Melbourne and they lived on the surf coast. And like, you know, when you just like, like people's stories and stuff. Mm, mm. So that was the kind of relationship we had, didn't, hadn't really caught up otherwise. And then, yeah. And I was like, oh, do you know a place I can stay? And they're like, well, you can come to our beach. I got like. Is that when we block. got you the van? Yeah, that was when you guys got me the juicy van. Oh,
0: I thought you'd been in touch with them before
1: that. Like, only very briefly. Like, off, okay. you know, every time you get a random memory. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, the only in touch I was really with them was to ask them. The only in, in touch, touch <laughs> that I was with just spat on it. Yep. Great English. Again, you didn't do English language. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't know. And syntactically, you know. Couched.
0: The grammar, you
1: whatever. <laughs> your mum. You don't understand. <laughs> um,. It's baby brain, and then they have they have this amazing block on the beach where yeah. I think Renee had bought it when he was really young. But like it, I don't even know how to describe it unless you see it. It's it's genuinely everyone a follows you. Everyone block of it. grass on the beach. Yeah, it's beautiful. No cliff to walk down to the beach. It's like a private beach, pretty much. Yeah, and it's a beautiful beach anyway. And then they've recently built a little temporary like house on there, and then we went up for three days, and I was like this. It's paradise. This is the life. And then we met their friend. Oh, yes. Um, I called Ash. Ash was pretending to not fangirl, but she was definitely fangirl. Ash is in the neighborhood and we love Ash.
0: Ash, it was so lovely to meet you on FaceTime.
1: And, yeah, Sarah met Ash. So Ash gets a shout-out. It was awesome. Like, the kids <laughs> lived the best life. We woke I up. No, They had breakfast. They walk over the, like, the hill is, like, a 1% gradient. And then they're in the <laughs> not water. Not undulating. Not, oh. not you know, again, no undulations. <laughs> Jeez, God, oh, you are so slow these days. And yeah, and then they and then the kids they just go in the water. So the morning we were like before nine o'clock, they'd done a kayak. Can they teach a you to swim, swim? Maybe a swim <laughs> and like mini like mini surf. Like the life out there was just oh, awesome. Cute. So
0: we love you, Portland Cass and Renee. Family.
1: We love you a lot. Okay, um, we have
0: three minutes now to do all our
1: questions. Okay, well that's very fast. Five. Oh yeah, you, so don't worry. <laughs> okay, medium to questions slow fire. from the neighborhood. Yeah. I'm just going to go through it, okay? okay?
0: We haven't categorized, like we know what um, we're
1: do. do you have the line on your belly? Line nigra? Yeah,
0: it's called linear nigra and oh. it's like this <laughs> weird in me. I think it's Latin. it means black line. I kind of have it. It's just this random line. Can you see it, babe? Yeah, yeah. I thought everyone has it. I don't know if everyone gets it. Some people get it really dark. It looks like it's hair, but it's not. It's just like this random dark line down the middle of your stomach that you get during pregnancy. Yeah, yeah I do, but it's not super
1: dark it's also crooked.
0: Shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up. I know. I noticed that it's crooked and my belly button is off-centre and it off really, center. really upsets me. My OCD is like, I can't, yeah. I can't. It all needs to be symmetrical and it's not.
1: Don't look. Yeah, it's not symmetrical. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I do have a video negro. I don't know what the purpose of it is, but yeah.
1: Um. Okay, well, neither. How will you, <laughs> cool! Next year, Yeah. Um. How will you manage the podcast? I want you to rest and enjoy pregnancy, but also we'll miss it. Oh, that's really lovely. Was it you who submitted that no. question? <laughs> <laughs> More <laughs> underscore Anna thirty one. Oh, Anna,
0: cool, um, cool. Anna, yeah, she's um a beautiful French friend who I met through Eliza, um our wonderful yoga teacher and one of my oldest and dearest friends. Um, so. We are obviously already not managing it very well since we have done two episodes in like three weeks. But um, I actually think because we can do it online, because we can do it at home, because we can do it when the baby's here, I think the plan is obviously not to necessarily do weekly like we have been doing in past years where we're very organised. But I think we'll just keep going as much as we can. Like as and when we can, we'll do little updates. I definitely want to do the birth story, um, as soon as we can kind of record after that, Q and A, do little updates. We have a couple of guests coming up before the baby's born. Um, one is probably going to be a live event, but a live online event. So you can ask questions interactively, which is very useful in the lead up to the baby. Another one of the guests for international women's day is not related to pregnancy. Um, so yes, we'll be keeping up with it, but just more flexibly and probably less rigidly in
1: terms of schedule. Okay, great. So um, you'll get a podcast once a year. Yeah, for basically. the first five years. Yeah, for <laughs> the yeah. first um, five
0: years. Yeah, we're locked into a contract with Ange for one episode per year until 2035. <laughs> That's my contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I think we kind of answered this one but in the start. How do you find exercising when pregnant? I feel so guilty not keeping it up at 20 weeks. Oh, it's so
0: hard because your body really is just going through so much and I've had i really struggled to let go of I'd been really regular and felt really fit and strong kind of just before we got pregnant. And um, then I was so nauseous and sick, I didn't exercise at all, like barely even walked for the first trimester. And then in the second trimester, you kind of get energy back, but you still, it's not the same as before. So I personally have not had a great exercise regime during this pregnancy. And I I found the guilt really hard to let go of earlier, but then the more you remind yourself, in fact, anytime any routine or, or commitment you had before pregnancy isn't going the way you planned, you just have to remind yourself you are growing a human being from scratch in your own body. That is a marathon every day. Like it's literally scientifically proven to be the same weight on your body as like running a marathon so you've got enough going on
1: that's rough
0: yeah like it's it's so much energy expenditure and exercise if that's not something you can keep up with like it's good to move and walk to sort of get your blood flowing like that's healthy for the baby and for you but in terms of like if you're not training don't be hard on yourself you're you're burning enough energy (laughs) totally I feel like if you
1: exercise for the um feeling of feeling good that's yeah. different to feel like you need to just for the energy sake, because yeah. in pregnancy that's yeah, yeah i feel like keeping it up because you've just as a feel good thing then probably better yeah presume yeah I
0: and if, if your body will tell you like if if you have enough energy to work out then work out if you don't have enough energy to work out there's a reason mm. so don't push through because you just think you should and you feel bad
1: um, another question about I'm gonna um separate it to pregnancy and then business. Oh, real time categorization. Honestly, that's why they paid me the medium dollars. <laughs> um, I know you meditate and try to keep <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you meditate and try to keep a mental health routine bracket. I'm reading your book again. Oh but can you tell lovely. us your routine? If your routine changed with pregnancy, do you do more or do you less messy? Yeah, great
0: question, and um, I think it's it's definitely changed, and probably same as exercise. It's changed in that because you're just feeling so different, and every week is different, and you can't predict how you're going to feel week to week. My routine has gone out the window with most things, so didn't exercise much. Um, I used to meditate really regularly and in a structured way. I did Vedic meditation. I have. Totally dropped that during the pregnancy because I just felt so sick. I was waking up at different times, sleeping at different times. Um, and yeah, I found it really hard to stick to things consistently as so much is changing around you. But in a weird way, I've kind of been more meditative because I've been less structured, if that makes sense. So I've been more present in each day because you, I can't plan that far ahead. So overall, through the pregnancy, I think I've been a lot more mindful a lot more in the moment, a lot more, what does my body feel like right now? Um, I check in a lot more with my energy levels, which I'm not good at doing normally. Like if I'm, you know, in a really busy week, I will stop and feel that and be like, I need to cancel some stuff. Like I've pushed it too far. Whereas I don't usually do that. So, um, and I'll, I'll meditate more sporadically. Um, so I still do it uh, but I haven't had what I would call like a, a good consistent practice
1: are you journaling at all journaling every day well that's meditate me- like mental health yeah so it comes routine. out in different
0: it's come out in different ways mm-hmm. and I'm journaling every day mainly because there's so much of the pregnancy and I would highly recommend this for anyone um, you already know that I journal every time we travel um, and any big kind of life events but particularly pregnancy you forget how you feel. I already forgot what the first trimester was like. And like everything changes so quickly. I want—I don't remember what week I first felt him kick. Like I'm not going to remember that without writing it down. So I feel like it's even if you just keep dot points every day, it's so nice to have a record of what it felt like at the time when the emotions are fresh because then you can look back and be like how exciting was it the first time he moved or the first this scan or the first that because you're not going to remember those details. Definitely not, yeah. But it allows you to just like even the diabetes and stuff. Like I don't remember what I ate unless I wrote it down. So to have a record of just this magical nine months, including the shitty bits, um, like you'll love coming
1: back to that. Totally. And if you do have another one, it's good. Yeah, to it's compare. Such a cool, yeah, comparison. Um, okay, I think we. Oh, one last one in from the baby side is, are you getting the snoo? Yes. We I don't have, even want the snooze.
0: We have the snoo. So the snoo is like this miracle creation, which is a bassinet. <laughs> a you want to use a microwave, <laughs> guys? Nick's making his standard cameo now that we're recording downstairs. He wants you. You can use a microwave.
1: Use a microwave. Go on. Ambience. Have you really? That's so nice. Oh, Normally sweet. it doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: know. Like last week he was just on a call the whole time, like talking in the background.
1: <laughs> There's no is mm. this
0: magical creation, which is a bassinet for the baby. So I did not know. You know how everyone does their nursery reveal? Yes. Your baby doesn't sleep in the yeah, nursery. I knew that. Or
1: in a cot for a long time. So you don't even need a nursery. Bim, Bim, as an unprefer- unpre, No, Official, unofficial babysitter for most people. Yeah. I know that. But most people don't, I think. Like, they think they've got to
0: get their nursery ready and then everyone's like, they don't sleep in the cot. And I'm like, well, then why do you – what are you doing, Nicholas?
1: (laughs) Sarah breaks character more than I do.
0: (laughs) 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 Anyway. So (laughs) that you use the nursery for changing and feeding, but the actual cot, they don't sleep in. They sleep in a bassinet when they're small and often that's in your room. So the snoo is a bassinet that rocks itself and it's like this magical miracle creation that people swear by in the first six months. It's like the Mary Poppins fairy godmother of babies. Some babies don't like it or it rocks too viciously or whatever it is, but Most people have very, very wonderful things to say about it. Um, The problem is you have to wean them off it and teach them to sleep without the rocking motion. But it's kind of like putting them in the car anyway. So as you guys know, we've been in the last couple of weeks, all of the preparation for the nursery and the baby in December. I was like, that's a January problem. Now I'm like, oh no, now it's, it's February, like
1: October 2025. And <laughs> yeah.
0: now I'm like, oh my god, shit. So we've been living at the memo and picking out our pram, and the, the pram content was great. Did you see? I saw that the pram, Nick, new bus. the pramny bus, Nick speed testing and all terrain testing
1: the pram. Is it? No, seriously though, if I went running with the pram, can I run with the pram? Yeah, you can run with the pram. Oh, you can god. actually get running prams. Like, yeah, I know. So much technology I is know. crazy.
0: Anyway, so we got this new from the memo. I will report back because I know some women think it's like. A miracle creation. Some think their babies don't like it. Who knows? But if it gives you even a chance of more sleep, like I'm going to take it. What is he doing? (laughs) He's just. Guys, uh, if you want an insight into what our son is going to be like, like he lasted, I'm actually proud. He lasted 55 minutes before he came down and started. Okay,
1: quick fire. Next section is relationship. There's only one under this. (laughs) How did you know you'd do life together with your partner? Did you. When you know, did you? When you know, you know. What, that's a question. What, what, that, that, <laughs> watch or watch, watch, watch. <laughs> That's the question. Did you? When you know, you know.
0: What? I don't know. So, what was really cute yesterday was our fifteenth Valentine's Day together. Oh my,
1: that's like my age. That's your age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I must say, I think we thought we knew, like. Nick tried to propose to me like two months later, <laughs> but I was 19. So we thought that we like found our person and we're going to spend the rest of our lives together, but like I was 19 years old. So I probably didn't actually think that if you told me then we'd be having a baby together now, I probably would have laughed even though I still did think that he was my person.
1: When was there was a moment?
0: He just
1: moonwalked
0: his way with his little microwave food. Um, I mean, I think you guys can tell from how much we share of our relationship how silly we are. Like our love has always been really silly and fun, and life will never be boring with Nick. And I'm like, our weirdness is really compatible, and that was evident from the very beginning. So I think, I think, yeah, I think I always knew. But then, of course, there's been in 15 years we've been such different people, and the difference couples who stay together and don't is if you evolve in compatible ways or if you become people who are no longer compatible and it just happens that we've evolved in compatible directions and every time there's been like a big new challenge like where one of us has completely changed careers or completely changed who we are or what we're what our goals are in life that it's gone in the same
1: direction bim i know you were ex-law but that was the most lawyer response because you didn't answer the question what was my what, I said what, yes. What the moment? The moment. Oh, what was the moment? Yeah. Oh. Was there a moment? And you were like, oh, our weirdness is compatible. <laughs> we've evolved to be compatible. And in the compatible ways, we've evolved compatibly. <laughs> I was like, that is that's my question. I think it
0: was so we had everything going against us when we first started dating. I went away on two exchanges that were already booked. So I went overseas twice in the first six months to China for six weeks, and then to France for a year. I was like, bye, I'm going to Europe on a Euro Euro trip. And I wanted to be single, so I wouldn't change my Facebook status. That was the moment. No, the moment was when he was like, I'm at Paris Airport. It's like I flew over because I didn't want to let go of this relationship. And I was like, (laughs) because I had been like, he's like, change your Facebook status. I'm like, no. (laughs) Change your Facebook status. (laughs) He literally, (laughs) because I was like. We'd been together for six months and I was like, let's pause because I'm going on a Euro trip yeah, with my single best friend yes. and we want to like go sow our wild oats. And I'd been in a long-term relationship before that. Anyway, I was like, I just want to, you know, be single in Europe. In Saint-Tropez, we're doing this big trip. And then he was like, I'm at the airport. And I was like, oh, I love you. Okay, but go away. But okay, yay.
1: <laughs> Could you just say so that, that. that is the correct response. Yeah, None of this that was compatibility with Dr. Seuss. Um, (laughs) okay quick two three more questions uh this is now about more like life business job oh no what's your vision and mission statement in business and life come on your quote of the day self dark kills and more dreams in failure ever will
0: yeah I love that one um well at the moment my mission statement has become very different because it's very like (laughs) temporal towards a new chapter, and it's very go with the flow, and that everything unravels at the right time. And I feel like we're so ready. If we got, if we'd be, if we'd had a baby when we first started trying, which was in COVID like five years ago, I would be freaking out. I yes. wouldn't feel as ready as I do. I feel, I feel like this is the perfect time. I've had such an amazing life pre motherhood. I feel so ready for motherhood now. Nick is the same. Um, So my life motto is very much like life unravels in chapters and they're all different and they demand different versions of you. Um, And in business right now, it's obviously my priorities towards work are taking a different form of prioritisation for the next little while while I kind of focus on family and putting that first for the first time in a while. Overall, I think my – if I had to say one thing to anyone about your personal life and your career or both – it's just that it's not meant to look like anyone else's, really. I think all of everyone's problems or dissatisfaction or crisis of confidence or, like, whatever it may be is comparing to what other people are doing. Comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah, but literally
1: it's that you benchmark yourself against what? Like, the only person's life you have to live is yours. So wise. I've also decided from analysis of your responses, you respond to everything like... Um, you know when you're in Year Five and there's that narrative breakdown of how to paragraph your, your answer. It's <laughs> an so introduction paragraph, one paragraph, two, conclusion. So overall, in summary, yeah, <laughs> that's my lawyer brain. In I addition can't to this, questions
0: in an ad hoc way. How we we be dot points.
1: Um, <laughs> I can
0: Furthermore, to the undulation of the ground. However, they're by standby. <laughs> they're by standby. <laughs> Stop sign.
1: Parentheses, <laughs> ellipsis, dot, dot, dot. Relative clauses. <laughs> um, I can't find a job online. I can't find a job. I online. I'm trying to change careers or anything. What do I do?
0: That's a really hard one when you're. And I, I feel like I need more context of what you're jumping from and what you want to jump to. But I think my overall advice, just when you're in a position where you don't have a job and you need a job is that so much of what I talk about is finding your joy and finding your passion and uniting what you're good at with what you like. But there are times in your life where that's not the main question. That's not a luxury that you can afford. And uh, the temptation is like, don't accept anything less than what you love and what you're passionate about. But if you are struggling to find a job and you need to pay bills, you need stability and certainty and like certain life needs met before you can even contemplate what makes you joyful. So I think find something that will allow you some stability to make decisions later. And I know this sounds terrible. Basically, when normally I would say don't settle, um, I I would say just find something that really fits part of your criteria. You don't need to wait for the one thing that's perfect. If you just need to pay the To pay the bills. That's a reality of life. And then the yay and the joy and the fulfillment, that can come later. But find something that helps you get kind of a baseline first.
1: Yeah, I think you and I are similarly evolving into that mindset of now that we have financial commitments. Yeah. It's a balance of what you need. Yeah. At minimum. And then the wants come after.
0: Yeah. And it's it's a luxury to be able to say, seize your yay and find a job you love. Because not on
1: this podcast, yeah. <laughs> it's a must. <laughs> Honey, it's, it's an it's indispensable. A
0: <laughs> but it is. It's like the reality is not everyone can find a job that they love. And not everyone wants a job they love. Sometimes you want your passions to be outside of it. Sometimes you have to have your passions outside of it. Like not every joyful job pays well. So I think find the job first and then
1: work backwards
0: later into integrating joy
1: uh last question of the day how did you get into the job you're doing now that's like a whole episode I'm in like, itself. That's, no that's like
0: listen to every episode from here <laughs> backwards <laughs> no that's a hard question um in a really roundabout accidental way never planned it still get surprised by the directions it goes Me too. it goes in all the time I don't even know what I do or Me how either. to explain it but I think um a combination of like Staying really open minded, the world, I must say, lucky timing of the world being like evolved enough for us to all have these hybrid jobs that didn't exist before. Um, having an amazing support network, lots of great mentors and teachers and an amazing family who supported me leaving law and all those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I, the overall answer is really by complete accident.
1: Yes, but oh, no, yes, yes, accident. And I don't think accident per se, I think it was. Perfect timing. Yeah. And, and hard work. I was going to say, well, I think you built a very great um, foundation with law and your communication skills and your personal ability. And then. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so that is the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> I've just hit, delir- no, actually I meant, hit delirium. No, but I did mean that you did work. A lot yeah. to get there and you've made you made amazing networks, not through like a, you know, networking for networking, but networking because you met people that you really enjoyed being with and were great with them and to them and then and that led to another thing. And also you're very open-minded with opportunities. Mm. You're very much like, this I've never done before, but I'm going to try it. Mm. And until I try it, I won't know. And then sometimes it's you really enjoy it and sometimes you don't. And mm. then I feel like that's part of how... You've able, been able to kind of do so many different things like radio and presenting and MC yeah. to um, authoring a book to podcasting to modelling to like it's all very much yes, give it a red hot crack. And
0: I also think that the best thing you can do really is work really hard and build really good networks and not necessarily need to know what that's all for at the time. Like I've always kind of been setting foundations, even if I didn't know why, like, and then those things have come to fruition like seven years later. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that going to that event and spending a little bit of extra time with that person would be important now. So it's like, you don't need to know the plan. It can all work out, but it doesn't need to work out straight away, but always be putting things in place, working hard to put them in place later.
1: My favourite client that I ever got to work with was the guy that I couch surfed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when I I was
0: 22. But then you kept that relationship on good terms so that then when it could come to fruition as something else, it did versus – I think some people are quite short-sighted when they're like, oh, there's nothing in this for me now so, like, I don't need to keep in touch with that person. Whereas I'm like, always be laying foundations for stuff you don't know is going to be important later and then, like, the worst thing that can happen is it all comes together. And just be a good person. Just be a good person.
1: Just, like, live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, my life, my love, my dream. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The Uh, end. I got the look. bye, everyone. uh, Bye.